Welcome to this week's episode, guys. These are the August stats. We are in beautiful Stanley Park. Park of Stanley. And this is our new bench. Welcome to this week's market update. Yes, guys, the August numbers are in, and as we're coming out of summer's warm embrace. 31 degrees today. And start moving, hence the short sleeves. I saw that, yeah. And start moving into the fall period. How are we shaping up? Well, I'm gonna hit you with some sexy numbers. 19.9, 36.6, and 23.8. Even without perspective, those are attractive numbers. If you catch my drift. 19.9% <laughs> is how high or how far above the sales numbers were for the 10 year average, our favorite number of all time. Our most hated useless. statistic of all time. But that's but a positive note. Yeah, against people, the naysayers. Yep, and I'm just gonna throw this in there quickly. Why it's so useless is because we're actually 30 odd percent above the 10 year average for listings. Yet we're still almost 5% below the listings amount this time versus last year. So this is zero perspective. Exactly. It's too high, bro. That's 19.9% above the 10 year average. Um, the 23.8% number represents our sales to active listings ratio, which Jay, you can put some, in light, some light on that as it's been three months. Yeah, so again, as we've seen, three months is what we like to use and I think is a general uh, point of reference. A if, sustained period of time, right? Which we would call three months, sustained yep. period of time. So we've now hit that three month mark in uh, uh, seller's market being over the 20% absorption rate that's it so we're again the third month for that which is a much more perspective based number than the 10 than the 10 year average naturally and um and the final number just because also an interesting one yeah 36.6 percent that is how much more higher the sales are this august versus last august What's interesting about that is that last last year we started to see the the uptick in June, July, July. July. So we're one month into that year over year. Um, Mid pandemic, so we've since then kind of continued. Had a crazy market, hit the pandemic, paused everything, come out of it, and we're still that much further above. So I think all these numbers put a lot of perspective on the current momentum of the market and more so the belief in real estate as a place to put people's money in this city. Well, 36.6% is a pretty substantial number. I mean, when you think about it, when you compare that to the listings of last year, so we're 36, 37% more sales this year with 5% less inventory out there. I would say our market is calling out for more inventory right now and if you're a buyer looking out there right now you're probably saying that to yourself as well if you've kind of been through going through this journey as well so pretty substantial numbers for sure and a little asterisk to this as we discussed earlier these are greater vancouver numbers yeah so everyone can calm down this isn't the same market the same climate everywhere uh as you may want to speak on as well downtown yeah. we'll touch it we'll touch a little bit more on this like coming up but it is an important thing to note. It is still a bit of a funky market, and so it can can be a bit swayed. But we'll get into we'll get into a bit more to do with the detached market, apartments, townhouses, and then we can touch on that afterwards. We will leave that to the end. 
Okay guys, now for the year over year. Um, detached market, one of the hottest we are in right now. Uh, year over year, we are up 55%. That's sales increase. So sales numbers, 55%. The benchmark on that has risen 6.6. So huge increase in that very hot part of the market right now. Townhomes are up 51.6 year over year sales activity. Huge in itself again. And the benchmark 4.4. Not quite as drastic as detached, but townhomes being that next step up from condos are still getting a lot of love and apartments 19.4% year over year. So all huge increases year over year in sales activity. So the amount of listings that are actually leaving the market and the benchmark for those condos is still up 4.5%. There is a big but caveat to this though. So as Jay touched on before, these are greater Vancouver numbers. So greater Vancouver numbers should not be used to signify what's going on in your particular macro market, but even more so now. There are some really hot areas like detached housing market on East Vancouver side, on the east side, wow. But if you're looking to sell a two bedroom, two bathroom condo downtown, it's a very different story. So you really need to be more so than ever now aware of what your macro market is doing. Unless you're in one of those hot areas, you really need to go into it almost with the frame that you're gonna be looking at dealing with a, a very, <laughs> a very strengthening buyer's market almost. Like some of these guys that we're seeing downtown right now are in a bit of a slog fest. Do you like that? No. Slow motion for you. <laughs> and it really, really requires you as a seller to be flexible and to listen to what the market is telling you because just looking at the greater picture and thinking that everything is on the up is not painting the true picture of what could be happening for you. So it's really important to tell you what's going on. I think finally, before we wrap up, we should touch on what a lot of people are talking about, which is the unemployment rates and the mortgage deferral program, especially as the deferrals are coming to an end. This is the last month, yep. I think a note to say on that is, so BC, and this is all of BC, mind you, not just Vancouver, we were anywhere from seven to 11% of people deferring their mortgage, and that's all across BC. So very, very low, especially when you confirm, compare that, sorry, to Alberta, who were at 21%. Yeah, for sure. So, and even taking that higher number of 11%, not all of those are going to want to sell or going to need to sell when the deferral program comes to an end. So, in our opinion, we don't think it's enough of a change. I don't think it's enough of a change for people to bring property onto market, to flood the market with too much inventory, not enough demand, because the market is calling for more inventory right now. So in my opinion, I think you'd agree on this, Jay, that small amount that's going to come to market is going to be gobbled up by the ever-increasing home buyer demand that we're seeing right now. And you know, maybe you can talk a little bit about the uh, unemployment rate. The unemployment rate, I mean, we're down from the peak, which I believe 13.7, 13 13.8, yeah, 13 um, down to 10, just 2. over 10, 10.2. Um, so that's getting better. That's obviously positive. We're seeing a lot of that increase in the US as well for anyone that cares. Um, but domestically, I think what that's gonna do is, uh, I think the majority of the people in the market that are pushing the market forward are not people that uh, possibly did or didn't defer. I don't think that's, personally, I don't think that's a reflection, but didn't lose their job. Yeah. So they've kind of been rolling strong this whole time without any interruption. And I think the majority of those people that did lose their job that are in that unemployment circle are um, people that weren't necessarily applicable to real estate before all this anyway. Um, below medium income earners for the most part and that sort. So we know 
Vancouver, owning Vancouver real estate is a luxury uh, and it's expensive. So the debt servicing and all that sort of stuff with the stress test now was weeding those people out long before the current circumstance from the uh, virus that we've got with this current 10.2%. I think that's it. And I think that pretty much wraps us up for the week, guys. Thank you for joining us and we will see you next week. Thank you again.